Hey Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. Can you believe it has been 100 episodes? Like that's crazy. We are celebrating 100 episodes and I'm so excited because literally it just proves what can happen if you just take a step. I mean, through every single episode, we've had to go through things. We've had to grieve our old self. We've had to um, really start questioning the things that were being fed to us in social media. We had to really accept grief, accept um, if you might be feeling jealous or envious, right? Wondering, okay, why are people being celebrated for you know, things that just aren't in alignment, right? When is it my turn, right? We talked about all those hard emotions that most people don't talk about. You know, a lot of people say, you know, there's no feelings in business and keep it about the money and and there's no, you know, get out your bag and get, or get out your feelings and get in your bag. But the thing is this, when you are building a business, it's going to test you, especially when you're building a business with your moral ethics and integrity at the the forefront. All right. When you're somebody that doesn't care and you're just worried about the money and you don't care how it gets done, then you may not think so much about it. But when you really have a passion and desire to just help people and bring something to the world, then you look at things a little differently, right? You're going to have to say no a lot of times. And that's just the way that it is. Now, I wanted to really take the time to just thank you because it can be a lot to watch someone's journey or you know the person I am today took a lot of learning took a lot of refining so you know sometimes you may meet a person in their growth and you may be like this person is crazy or you might even be like I don't like what this person said uh, because it may trigger you right But when you look at it from a standpoint of like, we're all growing, we're all learning and you're just opening yourself up for that healing and that growth to happen. It's just a whole different level of appreciation because I know that you could have listened to anybody else, right? You could have gone and partaked and taken in all the information. And I just thank you so much for listening in and just being so supportive and sharing and just, you know, talking to me in the DMs. I just thank y'all so much for doing that. Now, I do want to get into today's podcast episode. And today I just want to cover um, really Vision 2022. I mean, we talked about it in the last podcast episode, but you guys are seeing in real time how things are going. And People that you would have never expected are now coming out with courses or education to now make it readily available for you. I knew that this year we're going into is about to be crazy when I started seeing um, Beyonce's makeup artist. Uh, His name is Sir John. When I started seeing him on Masterclass, Chris Jenner on Masterclass, when I started seeing uh, Serena Williams on Masterclass, when I started seeing big heavy hitters now, you know, making um, courses and filming and showing you how you can add these things to your craft, it's like even more beautiful to watch it just begin to blossom because, you know, if you're not familiar with analysts or forecasting, we get really nerdy over trends, reports, watching consumer behavior. And it's almost like, 
you can see how a person's going to be. And it's it's almost like a I told you so, but it's it's not like in that type of petty setting. It's more like, okay, yes, I knew this was going to happen. So yes, now we're on target. Let's keep going. Like It just gives you more excitement. So when it comes to education, I mean, I already knew that we were going to disrupt the aesthetic education industry because these schools, they ain't trying to help you as an individual. They're trying to bring you in as a group and and have you sit for those hours so they can get their money from the government when you take out those federal loans and when you pay that interest. And they just look into do it the old way. But the new way that we're pivoting to, listen... If you are an esthetician, cosmetologist, whoever, if you're teaching classes, I highly encourage you to connect to a state or a school. If you don't have the financial ability to open your own school, find a school that will allow you to negotiate where you can teach, but you also can provide your own type of expertise okay I know a lot of times we want to do our own thing and we want to you know sell our own classes because we want all the money yada 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 but if you really look at it from an instructor standpoint if you connect to a school and you go in there and you get hired on as an instructor and you really talk to them and negotiate and say hey listen I'm really thinking we can bring in some additional night classes for people who are already licensed and you know I want to work somewhere in here where if I'm going to be working here as an instructor if there's a way that I can also uh, use the facility maybe once or twice a week so that I can teach my own classes and of course you're gonna have to work the specifics like you can't poach their students you can bring in other students on your own accord but many places are open to that if you just go in there with like a game plan and you have a solid pitch where it's not all about you making money, but it's about you coming in and bringing value while also being in a a ethic and integrous way of using their school to also bring on post-licensed courses, listen, that's, that's a win-win. You're able to come in, teach the students that are trying to get licensed, and then you're also going to help them with some sort of um, ability for them to offer programs for post people like listen you can take that and absolutely work it network and make it work for you and I'm just putting that out there I don't know which of you are going to use this but you can just take that and like run with that and that's what we offer at our school we do have instructors that come on and we you know we pay them for their expertise because I'm not, I don't know everything, right? So bringing them on and them being able to leverage the platform and talk to people. And if, if the students want to go and, and learn more and work with them independently, they can, right? But you're able to get a little sampler to see if you like that teacher, right? Beyond what you're learning. And and I just I just see new things happening in the educational space. I won't go too far into it because I feel like those of you who really our instructors and really want to build your own business like an intensive that's when I really can work with you and make it like specific to you and your area and make it just just thrive for you but let's get back to the topic okay um when I look back at just the last year so much has happened you guys um in the last year it's been 
a lot of personal growth, right? It's been a lot of just restoration. And last year I got incredibly sick and I went through a lot of personal things. And when I say personal, I don't mean other people. I just mean within myself. A lot of trauma healing, um, a lot of just realizing that in order to be an effective leader for this next season and this next age we're going into, that I had to leave behind the things that were holding me back. And so as I was making the podcast episodes, you guys were going through it with me, right? And many of you said you related, especially to the trauma drive episode and the grieving your old self episode. And The biggest thing that I noticed, and that's really what I wanted this podcast episode to be about, the biggest thing that I noticed from healing those things, okay, and mind you, it is rough. When you are healing trauma, you begin to get those things that you try to forget or that you um, remove from your mind because your mind is powerful, right? And once you set a door closed in your mind and you lock it, you can easily forget traumatic events, um, because you're you're learning how to survive. But when I really went back and I went all the way back into my childhood, I went back to people I needed to forgive. Um, I went back to moments I almost died. I went back to moments where, you know, I almost committed suicide. Just things that I worked so hard to forget. And when I was in therapy and I really went back and I just really tried to work through those things, it was just a lot to where physically it affected my immune system. It affected my nervous system. Um, and I became a totally different person. I mean, I look at pictures of me from because I'm like cleaning out every room in my house because I'm determined to really get rid of things that don't serve me. Like I was a hoarder. Okay. My entire closet, I purged. I got rid of everything and I started from scratch. Okay. Um, But either way, when you really go through those moments and you really go back and you start clearing out the things you no longer need, you start to look at hoarding different. And a lot of times, especially like when you watch like those hoarder shows and it's like crazy hoarding. Like, that's the only thing you can control. Like, other things in your life have been so tumultuous and you haven't been able to control them. And you can't even emotionally handle it. So you just begin to hoard things. And then your home becomes a clutter mess. Your car becomes a clutter mess. Everything around you becomes a clutter mess. And even your business might become a clutter mess, right? You might have boxes everywhere. And you might have inventory that you need to take out of boxes. But you're not taking them out of the boxes because... You've just developed this habit where you're just going to go run to the box, take it out the box. And then when you run through and you see that an item is is gone, now you're like, oh, I should have ordered that and I didn't. Right. And I realized that your physical manifestation of hoarding is really a representation of what's going on inside. And when you really think about it, when you look at old pictures or when you look at old videos of yourself and you see like really just take the time to look at an old video or old picture of yourself and I do this all the time when I'm talking to estheticians and we're doing our one-on-ones and we're going through your social media and we're looking at your videos more times than not you don't see it as a physical manifestation of what's going on in your mind 
So when I show you, hey, do you see this picture? You have a client and you're, you know, working on the client, but the client's hair is still sticking out. There's trash on the floor. I can see your cart. Your cart is not clean. You're, you know, you're showing the client, but there's boxes in the background. There's a broom visible. Like you didn't take the time to clean up what we see on the screen, right? And so when I was in my depressive moments, I didn't see those things. Because to me, I just saw the task. Let me just do the task. Let me just take a picture. Let me just, you know, take a selfie. Let me just do this. But when you really look at it, once you decided that you want to heal it, now you look at it differently like, wow, like, I'm literally, you can see in my face, I'm holding extra weight. You can see in my body, I'm holding extra weight. You can see I'm not happy. You can see that, you know, I'm just not there. And listen, RBF, like having that rest and be face is totally different from having that depressed face. Okay. Cause you can have rest and be face and you can be beat to the guys and you can be somebody see you and you instantly beaming, smiling. But then when you're depressed and you're walking around and you just, nobody can tell you anything and you just snapping and carrying on, you don't see that because it all boils down to control. So it makes sense when I have gone through the years of working and healing and trying to get the trauma out of my system because I know I need to thrive, right? I can see how when I do come online and I say, hey, y'all, please stop discounting yourself. Hey, y'all, please stop making it so easy for people to discount and get you on the clearance rack. Please stop making it so easy for people to play with your time. Please stop making it so easy for people to know all the details about your life. Like my life is private. Unless you are an elite that has came to an in-person event you don't know who my family is you have not seen my kids you you know you don't know the specifics of my home my cars etc and that's the thing we give access so freely to where when we give the access and the people don't respect it the only thing we have in our control is to be able to collect and collect and collect and it didn't hit me until therapy so i highly recommend you guys take therapy okay highly recommend it Especially if you're going to be a leader and you're trying to really promote yourself, talk to people, etc. This is extremely necessary when it comes to our people, okay? Now, all estheticians need therapy because for some odd reason in our industry, every single esthetician that I know, and I, I mean this, every single esthetician that I know, even the owners, have all gone through poverty and lack mindset. Even if they have a big, large business, poverty and lack mindset is still in the back of their mind. Now, just because they have a big business doesn't mean they aren't resilient. There's a lot of us that have learned to fight through poverty and lack and be resist resilient. Yeah, resilient, be resilient. But the thing is this, if you're having your business and at any point in time you feel like, oh my God, I could lose it all or, oh my God, what am I going to do? Let me just throw a discount. It begins to manifest because now you're hoarding the quantity side of it, right? You're allowing any old person to come in there. And then when people complain or when people don't respect your business or when people come in there and act a fool, now all of a sudden it's like, I don't know how I attracted this to me, but it happened because you got a little too comfortable with 
that inner voice that was like, should I discount myself? And then you turned around and you ran to the person that's going to tell you, yeah, girl, you should discount yourself. Yeah, girl, you are a little too expensive. In all, you're depending on somebody else to tell you your worth. And that's why I truly believe the people that God intends to lift you up in your life will never tell you what to do in your life. They will always uplift you and encourage you to be in a space where you see more for yourself because when you can see more for yourself the possibilities are limitless here's an example and I know you're probably like this girl is rambling but I promise you I promise you I'm not I promise you I'm not let's say you are wanting to open your business and you're like hey I really want to open a business like I really want my own storefront and I don't have any clients well, yeah, you're going to have a, a person that says, hey, you don't have any clients. Have you considered, you know, going to work in a business? Have you considered like learning what you need to learn? And you might be like, oh, this person's hating on me, right? But then you might be like, okay, maybe let me go look at this from a different standpoint. Let me let me actually work on marketing myself now before I open the business. Let me test the market. On the flip side, let's say you're like, I'm firm. I got clients. I know I want to open a business. I know I want a storefront. And you run into it. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I got this. I want all this. I'm going to drop all this money on this location. Okay, well, when you turn around and you say, do you think I should spend $3,000 a month on this place? Depending who you're talking to, they might say, $3,000? No, ma'am. You need to go over there to them suites that cost $600 and and go over there and get you something that you can afford. Or you need to go over there and, and do something else. And you might be thinking, okay, this sounds like a rabbit hole. And that's because it is. Because the people you allow to pour into your life they are living according to their perspective and their experience in life. And so you cannot assume that everybody has had the same experience as you. When I was paying close to three grand in rent for an apartment, I couldn't ask my friends that were like, girl, I ain't spending no more than a grand for my place. I couldn't ask them because in their life, they didn't see the value of spending more than a grand in their place of living. They didn't see the value of having amenities. They didn't see the value of what I saw the value in living in where I was living in. When I was buying a house, I couldn't talk to the friends that have never purchased a home. I couldn't talk to the friends that didn't know anything about um, buying or selling. Because I'm trying to talk to them about, okay, I want to buy a house. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? They don't, they don't own a home. So they're going to tell me all the fears and all the things that they've studied but have not applied. They're going to say, oh, yeah, you know, you want you buy a house over in um, that area because you can flip the house. Well, I don't want to flip the house. Well, that's that's a little too much to get you a new bill. That's going to take a long time. You think you want to sit there and wait for that? Then you're going to be paying two rents. Do you see how allowing the wrong people to pour into you can ultimately deter you off the path and this is the things you have to keep in mind as you're building your business because your business this is no longer the time of you 
rearranging your life to your business. This is a time where your business can be rearranged to your life. And if you allow the wrong people to pour into you, you will find yourself personally always bending and being tied by your business because you never establish firm boundaries and you never set that authority into your business. This is why clients play with you. This is why clients cancel on you last minute. This is why clients just treat your business any type of way or why they come in there and play games. See, when I have an appointment, if somebody comes in and they say, oh, yeah, you know, um, I've been using this product from Ulta, this product from Dermalogica, this product from Urban Skin RX, this product from Target. And I say, okay, let me look at your chart. And I look and I see that they haven't been in in a year and that they were on a consistent routine. And the first thing they say is, ooh, I want my skin to be how like it was before. I'm not going to say, oh, well, let yeah, let's, yeah, okay. No, I'm going to say, so your skin was doing good. Why did you stop? What is this impulsive buying decision that's making you go buy other things? And nine times out of ten, it's, well, my friend said I should try this. So your friend has told you to do these things and now your skin is not where you want it to be and now you want me to take your friend's advice and make it work for you and for some of you you'll be like oh well yeah i understand no i don't understand and many times it's it's that deep-rooted feeling of well i don't want to scare the client away well i don't want to piss the client off well what if they get upset and never rebook Well, what if they leave a bad review? Well, what if they do this? Well, what if they do that? Well, what if you end up burnt out in your business because you don't set boundaries? What if you end up never helping this client reach their results because they don't trust you enough to fully lean in? What if you end up every time you see their name on the books, now you're having an anxiety, borderline heart attack because this client is not aligned with you? And it's like a relationship. If it happens more times than not, it's you. If you have a whole list of clients that are not consistent, that are canceling, that keep rescheduling, that are not really committed, it's you. I could understand if it was onesie twosies and you're like, nah, you ain't coming in here disturbing this flow. But if it's cons- if it's consistent, okay, if you start seeing you got your days and it's like, oh, I keep having cancellations, I keep having reschedules, I keep having this, I keep having that, it's you. And it's because you have to be firm and say, listen, I want to help you reach your goals. And the what you wrote on this form is that you want to reach clear skin, you want to have an even tone, etc. But I cannot promise you the results that you need if you are not willing to commit to what I'm recommending to you. So I'm going to leave you with the choice, okay? You can come in for treatment and I can, you know, put you on this sample kit. And in two weeks, I'm going to contact you and you're going to let me know how you feel about if you feel oily or whatever. We can switch out a couple of things. And then when you come in for your next visit, now I can get to work. But I can't get to work when I got Ulta, Target, Dermalogica, all these other brands that you keep buying impulsively, and then you're damaging the work we're trying to do. So in order for you to reach the results that you want to reach, I need you to commit to at least 90 to 120 days to the recommendations that I have in here. 
Because when you purchase a product from me, then I can put some guarantees on it. Then I can put some refunds on it if I need to. When you come in here for your treatment, then I can adjust as needed. Then I can apply because I know what products I gave you. But if you're going to consistently go to the store and you're getting credit card happy and you keep buying products that are not effective for you, you, unfortunately, I will have to refer to someone else. And when they really want you and they really want their goals and they know that you're the only person that can help them get there, they will commit. And if they don't, you have to be okay with saying, you know what, I I honor your decision. I wish you the best. If you ever decide you would like to return, you know, we have an open door policy and I'm going to email you this referral. I'm going to email you a few pages that you can look over. You don't make the decision for them. You send them a couple options and they can make the decision. And nine times out of 10, when they do the research and they look and see what those three options are, they're going to turn around and say, okay, nah, I'm ready to commit. But if we don't effectively say that and we don't effectively set our tone, then we're not going to reach that. And this is across the board. Everyone right now is going through a lot with the pandemic, with, with just so much over the last two years, the job force is changing. People need structure and they need a leader. They need someone that knows what to do. And if they're coming to you for a facial service or a wax service or whatever, nine times out of 10, they also are coming to you for guidance on how to be better. And that's for anybody. You could go work a job. Like if Joel Lee is hiring, I, I promise you, I'm going to work with Joel Lee because not only is she an amazing mentor, but I know that she has that guidance as a woman. And there's a lot of people that just want to be connected to people that's not trying to steal from them, that's not trying to mistreat them, that's not trying to use them for a photo op because there's plenty of people that have teams and hire people on simply to have a photo op. And so when you understand that and you're like, you know what, this is the time to get connected to the people that know what to do. That's what they want. And that's going to require you to get stronger. Heal the traumas you need to heal. Go to therapy. Okay? And it's not always going to be about trauma. After a year and being in the hospital and my body just couldn't take any more, there's still some things that I need to work through, but I decided I'm going to just stop with the trauma healing for now and get back into thriving therapy. Now, that's two two totally different therapists, okay? I want you to understand there are trauma specialists and then there are also, um, it's called CER specialists and they help you with really going into your mind and pulling your vision out and thriving. You know what? I should probably be one of those one day. But listen, when you make the decision, and the decision is free, when you make the decision that you are ready to thrive, and you, no matter what, are going to reach your goals, you no longer begin to stress about people that are not ready to thrive with you. I'm not stressing over someone that doesn't want to learn from me because I don't offer everything at a 50% to 60% discount. How does that help you? I never want you to get comfortable with waiting for discounts or giving discounts. 
because the new world we're going into requires a higher price point. Look at the homes. Home costs have gone up greatly. What used to be, look, back in the day, our grandparents spent like $10,000 for a house. Today, it's, it's a lot. Same house going for like 140000 And so for that, that lets you know, okay, if we're going into a new world, we're going into a cashless society, we're going into new things, then you can't be comfortable being at half price. You're going to have to work 10 times harder to reach the same goals. And I just want you to sit with that because those are the things that I didn't pick up until I was in trauma healing. Why am I so comfortable with begging to hold on to a relationship that clearly isn't isn't going where I'm trying to go? Why am I comfortable begging and pleading for someone to buy me flowers or treat me right? Or I feel like I have to do everything myself and this person hasn't caught on yet. I'm buying myself flowers. I'm buying myself dinner. I'm getting dressed to go out and this person hasn't caught on that, hey, it's time for a date night. They have to go. And more times than not, what you allow in your life and how it makes you feel boils down to you not feeling worthy. Do you not believe that there's more for you? Do you not believe that you can find the thing that's uniquely made for you? Those are the things you have to sit with. I know you see people on social media talking about nobody wants to work and all of that and people aren't paying and yada, yada, yada. But here's the thing. You can sit in that and you can see hundreds of Millions of people like, yeah, jobs this, jobs that, jobs that. But then you really ask yourself, how many of those people are actually employers providing jobs? Right? Most of them are sitting on there complaining, but they haven't done the work to open a business. They haven't done the work to really make a safe space because they know what a safe space would feel like because they've been through an unsafe space. That applies to your life. You cannot go and try to find out why this person cheated or try to find out, oh, you know, this is how I deal with this bad relationship or is this person a narcissist? No, you have to distance yourself from trying to figure out why someone is the way they are and take back your own control. Where are you supposed to be going? Because this person could just be a blip of time that is teaching you to see that it's time for you to respect your worth. That client could be another blip of time showing you, okay, how long are you going to continue to let this person run over you? That employee that you see that is clearly disengaged, how long are you going to continue to let them continue to disconnect before you step up as a leader and say, hey, I notice things are, are going a little off. You okay? How can I help you? Have you treated your team lately? Nobody on my team should be hungry. Do we need to deliver groceries? See, these are the things that when you look at life differently and you begin to see that there's always the victor and the victim and you always have a choice to pick one and that decision is free, then you realize that you have every right and the responsibility to protect it. So now you have a decision to make. 
Where are you trying to be? What are you trying to do? It's been two years of an amazing podcast. And I'm saying that like I'm going to stop, but no, we're not going to stop the podcast. We're just taking a moment in time to celebrate 100 episodes. Where will you be? This time next year, where will you be in 90 days? Imagine the clarity you can have in your business. In six months, imagine the implementation you can have in your business. These are the things that I want you to really think about because they're going to help shape your next level. The world is changing. It's time for you to change with it. It's okay. You've been blessed with the amazing privilege to see the transformation from one age to the next. How many people can say that? Right? We have grandparents that are 100 years old and they've seen, you know, the industrial age and transition into the digital age. How amazing is that to see that and to be a part of that? But the decisions that you make today are very important. And it all boils down to who you connect yourself to. Remember, I did a post on Instagram and I said, when God wants to destroy you, well, I didn't say it. It's from my favorite speech of all time by Ola Kunle Sarayan. But he said, when the devil wants to destroy you, he will send you someone. And when God wants to lift you up, he will send someone too. The difference in your life is the difference of people in your life. I really want you to get that because I want to see you succeed in this next season. All right. So listen, I'm going to end this episode with playing the very first episode. And mind you, in the first episode, um, I did mention like previous episodes. And that's because I did film episodes like that was when I was super shy. I did film episodes, but I never posted them. I just would delete them because I was so shy and nervous and afraid. And so the podcast episode that you're about to listen to is the first full episode where I made the decision, like, I'm just going to start. And it wasn't perfect. You can hear that there wasn't as much confidence, but I just hope that it's a beacon of light for you to know that you may not see the entire picture. I did not see myself opening a school at that time. But I do want you to know that if you just take a step and trust that you are guided and supported the entire way, I know that you're going to see changes in your next season. Great morning. So now let's get into one of our affirmations. Today, this one is by Alex L. Self-care is showing up for yourself like you do for others. Self-care is honoring the boundaries you've set for yourself. Self-care is releasing the habit of overextending in ways that are unhealthy and draining. Today, I really want to talk to you about self-care, of course. But particularly, I want to talk about how I learned that I needed to really shift my mental thinking in order to shift my body. So a few months ago, I was supposed to go to an event. And this event was in a whole nother state. 
Um, I worked really hard to do everything I could to get to this event. Mind you, this event was a business event hosted by my millionaire mentor, and I really wanted to go so bad, um, but I knew that in order to go, it was a lot of things that were riding on it. It was during a time where it was like the busiest time of the year for us as beauty professionals. Um, the holiday season is super crazy because we have clients that want to get in, they're gifting family members, and so the pressure of making money was on me. Um, also, I just really wanted to get clients in. I wanted to make sure I pleased them. I didn't want to leave out of town and not service every single person. I wanted to make sure that was in order. Um, also, I really just booked my days to where I was working, you know, six days in a row, four days in a row. And mind you, my days are normally 12 hours. So, Putting that much on a body is a lot, especially when you just go home and, you know, you're still a mom, you are getting in bed, waking up, doing the same thing over, not really taking care of yourself. And so, lo and behold, two days before that event, I started feeling pain in my chest and I didn't know what was going on. It was just this pain that was happening and um, I use CBD in my spa. So I was like, you know what? I'll just, you know, take some CBD. I'll just rub the cream on my back. I'm going to be good. So it was a temporary fix for two days. And then when I got to the morning of my flight, I woke up. My chest was in excruciating pain. I went to the bathroom. My entire rib on my right side was swollen to the point where you could see like my skin was swollen, but you could see my ribs through the swelling. And I said, oh, no, no, no. Because I didn't know if it was, you know, a muscle swelling or if it was an internal organ through my ribs swelling. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have to cancel my flight. I had a driver that was going to take me. I said, no, we're going to have to reschedule. I can't go to this flight. Luckily, I booked uh, travel insurance. So, you know, I got my money um I didn't get it back, but I got a credit for the airline. And so I went to the hospital and they told me that I was overworking myself. I wasn't taking the proper time to balance my body. And, you know, I had major swelling. So they ended up putting me on a muscle relaxer as well as um, lidocaine patches. And they really went overboard. Like They gave me a lot of stuff. I couldn't drive. Um, it The medication knocked me out. And so... That day, I was super pissed. Like, I kept logging on social media and I was seeing everyone at this event, and I was just upset because I'm like, I've worked so hard to qualify to be at this event. Um, and I've worked hard in my business so that I, I had everything in order. And this goes back to my last episode where I talked about preparation and obedience, right? I prepared everything. So that nothing would be wrong. But then I wasn't obedient because my body was telling me, no, you need to relax. And mind you, um, the part I didn't tell you is that I have been receiving this message, this internal message that I need to no longer take clients. Because currently we're booked to capacity. 
I am focused on building my team. And so I had this message that was like, no more clients. You need to shut it off. You need to just close your client list, only take the clients you have now. And then you need to begin pushing these people to your team. And I kept having this message and I kept telling my team, this is what's going to happen. I even told my office manager, this is what's going to happen. However, I didn't step out of the way because I kept I had people come to me and I'd be like, oh, I can take this one or I can take this one or I can take this one. And I wasn't, I'm not sure if I, I mean, I don't think I was operating out of a place of desperation because, you know, financially our business is doing phenomenal. My team is growing, you know, I'm able to pay my staff. I'm able to pay my bills. I'm able to invest in other ventures products are flying off the shelves. You know, I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. I am so happy and so grateful. I've been claiming it. I have been claiming it all year. You know, I have my affirmation where I state my affirmation of, I am so happy and so grateful that I now earn over $15,000 every single month, you know? And so I say my affirmations and I am seeing them come into fruition. And so I don't I can't tell you if it was a place of desperation or a place of just greed, but I can tell you that my mental wasn't there. Mentally, I was just like, oh, it's fine. I'll be good. But physically, my body was not in alignment. My mental self-care was off. My mental self-care was operating from a place of, you know, just do this, you know, just take this one person because you don't want to make them mad or you don't want to piss them off or, you know, just do this to please that person. Right. And so because of that, that mental weakness where I feel that if I'm not doing it, no one else can do it right. Or if I'm not doing it, they're going to be upset. You know, I started really affecting everything else. Because when I say it, my team is like, oh, well, we're just going to follow along what she says. But see, that small voice, that small vision, or where it was not small, but that vision and that, that voice that was telling me it's time to close it off, I wasn't obedient to it. And because of that, my body began falling out of whack. My mental weakness began showing in my body. And now... After being forced to be in the bed, after being forced to relax, after being forced to not have something that I worked so hard for and that meant so much to me, now I see that the universe, you know, if you don't believe in God, then the universe, because I believe in God, but I know that that was that, that piece to me, right? That law of attraction portion. You know, you're always attracting things because I was operating out of a place of not having faith that 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 event would happen because I was operating out of a a lack of faith that everything would work itself out. I overworked myself and I went against the very voice that was telling me what to do. I was disobedient to it. And then that's when things started happening to my body. You have to be obedient. And I have to tell myself this all the time, like, you have to be obedient to it. You may not agree with it or you may not understand it at the time when you hear it. But that's that key where you need to have faith and trust it. And so now I am absolutely listening and following that voice and understanding that self-care is not 
getting a facial. Self-care is not getting a massage. Self-care is not getting your nails done. Self-care is not, you know, making sure that you look amazing every time you go out. That's not self-care. Self-care begins in the mind. Self-care begins in what you feed yourself every morning, what you read, what you allow to pass through your ear gates, what you allow yourself to speak, what you allow yourself to watch. You know, it's having the discipline to mentally listen to those voices, that that small voice that is telling you the direction to go. That's self-care. Because when you are able to control your mind, which is the most powerful piece on your body, you are able to allow everything else to fall in line. Your brain is so powerful that you can literally heal your body simply by thinking positively, simply by speaking and saying, sending love to your heart. If you're having pain in your chest, speaking love to your heart. Sending love to your places of ailment and your places where you're not feeling okay. You can literally heal your body simply by using your mind. So I hope you guys enjoyed the past 10 minutes of us speaking. Um, I really love these episodes, giving you guys just some beauty boss therapy to help you as you go along your day, um, as you go and touch the people and heal the world. We really need to have more um, healing for ourselves. Every morning, I just feed myself. I listen to my audiobooks. I listen to my mentorship call. And I really just feed my mind every single day before I go out into this world, okay? You really want to make sure that you are at a place of peace before you go out and touch other people. Because what happens is, as you go out and you start to touch people in this world, you realize that people come into your business and they may be dealing with all types of things that you can't control. Because the world is, you know, the world has so much external noise. So you want to be able to calm your body so that you can help to pass on that positivity and calm your clients. That is how you get them to continue to come back because they know that they're getting not just self-care, but they're getting that healing from you. So, all right, guys, if you love today's episode, make sure that you comment, send me your messages. I want to hear what you guys want to hear. And if you didn't catch the affirmation, just listen to the beginning again, speak the affirmation to yourself, and I will see you guys in the next episode.